0: Visit buymeacoffee.com slash BlockTalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. She's a queen taking over Manhattan with her high camp comedy and sickeningly sweet smile. You better work. It's Hanukkah Lewinsky. Shut up! Shut up! I had to. How can I really not? Really
1: good. I'm gonna steal that.
0: You, you you may. You you are more than welcome to steal that.
1: Listen, um, if you if I didn't have permission, I was taking it anyway.
0: <laughs> there it is. Well, at least everyone will know where it came from first.
1: Exactly. I'll I'll, I'll do a disclaimer before.
0: Well, welcome to the show. You've been on the show before, but now we're here to talk about you. I love that. Love
1: You're that. We're not talking about
0: other queens. We're talking about you. Yeah,
1: it's, it's my turn. Black Swan. I, have you seen Black Swan?
0: Of course I have. Um, okay. I did it for uh, a Make Mike Watch because I had never seen it before. Uh, me and the darling Aria Dirt, she watched that for the podcast. Loved. Um, love, love, love. I have a nail phobia. Oh, so um, she
1: pulls back the cuticle. It was really a disaster for you. So sure.
0: Aria was filming me as that scene was happening and the blood and everything. Um, I was screaming. It's a great video. Of course, I, was I a
1: love that movie.
0: Podcast. I'll put on the on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It was. Woo! It was a lot, but very good One movie. Very, very, very beautiful. Um, are you the Black Swan? Yeah.
1: You know, some days yes, some days mm-hmm. no. There's just some lines I find humor. In a lot of movies that people wouldn't necessarily find funny,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: Black Swan is one of them. I do wow. love, I love, it's my turn. I also love um when she gives her the grapefruit at breakfast and she's like, mm-hmm. it's so pink and pretty. I'm like, it's it's a grapefruit.
0: Mm. Um,
1: I, I do love that movie.
0: Do you have a Black Swan mix? No, but honestly, I could do that. Maybe for Halloween. There it is. There it is. Well, Hanukkah, we are here to talk about you, and we have to start from the very beginning. Where are you from?
1: Uh, I am from Wayland, Massachusetts, so, like, a suburb, like, 25 minutes, half hour west of Boston.
0: What is life like in Massachusetts? You know,
1: classic, like, liberal New England, Mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. say. Like, a cute little small town town. Um, in, in New England, nice, nice people, generally accepting of like absolutely everybody. Now, um, one thing
0: I'm noticing is uh, there's no accent here.
1: No, 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 no. I was also raised by two parents who are from Montreal, so that okay. I think mm-hmm. the blend of that and then being from Boston gave you just a very neutral American.
0: Accent. That's fair. That's fair. Um, how do you feel about the Boston accent?
1: You know, I'm going to say it. I did not hear a lot of it growing up.
0: Oh, good. Good.
1: Um, I didn't spend a lot of time in Southeast. So, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with it It has a place in my heart, but it's not every person you meet on the street
0: right um i had a roommate because i went to boston university so i'm very f- well familiar with the accent oh um, i didn't know yeah i um had a roommate my freshman year who would get into fights with his girlfriend on the phone all the time and it would always be stop stop yeah um and then i would just make fun of people and be like have you packed you can have it yet
1: well you actually can't park a car in harvard yard because it is the center of the campus and there are buildings surrounding it and that is my massachusetts answer
0: there it is Now, what were you like as a child? I feel like you were rambunctious.
1: A lot, Mm -hmm. dare I say, a lot, Uh, always. From the minute I was extracted out of the womb till the day I, every day, I've always been at a 10.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: I got in trouble a lot in school for talking or taking too much attention away from class.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: they would send me to the principal's office and then the secretaries in the principal's office told my teacher that she needs to stop sending me there because I just keep distracting them from their work.
0: Now, what would you distract them with?
1: Stories, I'd perform, I'd run around.
0: So theater's always been in your blood then?
1: Oh most. yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been on stage since day one.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about theater. When did theater enter your life?
1: Oh God. I truly, I cannot remember because it was so long ago. I remember the first play quote unquote that I did was the wizard. It was like the wizard of the school bus, the wizard of the high school. It was like some, some like children's, like little kids theater in the basement of a theater and it was like the wizard of something. And we were all like schooled stereotypes. And I played the nerd. And my whole thing was like, Ooh. if I don't pass the test, then I won't get to the MCAS, the standard I for Massachusetts. If I don't get okay. the MCAS, I won't get to college. And if I won't get to college, my life is over. And it was like, that was the whole thing.
0: Wow. Um, did you win any awards for this role?
1: The Grammy, the Emmy, the Oscar, the Tony, the Pulitzer, the Peabody the Guggenheim, I don't know.
0: All of um, them. Is there video of said performance?
1: No, 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 no. That was way, that was, that was, no. I'm, I'm not even, I don't even think my parents took video of that one.
0: No, they, they, they weren't so proud of you on stage for the first time.
1: I'm sure they were proud, but I, it was not a video-worthy moment. So that was my first, like, actual something, but I say, like, my first performance was, like, every Saturday night, uh, when I was little, it's probably at like two years old, uh, every Saturday night I would scurry off to my mom's dresser and I mm-hmm. would get high heels, which I called clicks, uh, a long t-shirt as a dress, glasses, beads, like, 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 you know, this cheapy, like of course, of beads, course. uh, like a rinky dink hat, a cheapy pair of sunglasses. And I would like strut into the living room and we had like a tiny little disco ball on the ceiling and my dad would shine a flashlight on it. And my mom would play uh, Ricky Martin's Live in La Vida Loca. And I would dance for them.
0: Oh, wow. And so,
1: baby drag. Baby drag.
0: Literal baby drag. This this is a first. Um, I did you I have, have a, a name of then? It. David. Yeah, okay. There, there it is. Um, so they, they were okay with you the, doing the drag? and Oh, year. yeah. They
1: loved it. They loved it. Like, my dad is always my dad always it was honestly being gay was never an issue with my parents but my dad was like i my dad was worked in like restaurants and like did theater in high school all through like the 70s 80s so he was around like a lot Mm. of gay people so he would go out to gay bars with his friends in boston and i mean he was like like, ali was an ally Mm -hmm. also this is this is baby drag
0: oh my god it's amazing that there it is um, so Live in La Vida Loca, not Shebangs, Shebangs.
1: No, 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 no. Live in La Vida Loca was the song of choice by an artist whose name is now redacted.
0: Okay, there it is. Um, now when it comes to theater, w- were you someone who watched movie musicals all the time? hundred
1: percent. hundred percent. Both of my grand- sets of grandparents loved movie musicals. They pass the love on mostly to my mom. My mom loved movie musicals. My dad loved going to like see musicals. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you remember um, your first Broadway show?
1: On Broadway or like a tour that came to Boston?
0: Uh, both. Let's go with both.
1: First show I saw on Broadway was Chicago when I was like 14, 13. I was 13 because uh, we did like as a bar mitzvah present, me and my grandparents went to New York. That was like the big, the big thing. Did you have any um, celebrities
0: in it or was it just like the random people cast?
1: Uh, no, it was uh Amrafe Wright was... Velma, and mm-hmm. we saw Dillis Croman, who was understudying for Charlotte Zembois as Roxy.
0: Yep, yep. I, I, I worked with D'Alyse, Um Dylice, uh, Dylice. I, I worked with her a, a workshop many, many years ago. When I was, doing, when I was involved in the theater um, that. after college. Um, yeah, well, that was a fun project. It was a weird project.
1: Uh, I remember um, her being great. I had a great yeah. time at that, that show. I think uh, Roz so then- Ryan was mama.
0: Oh, nice. And then, and then in Boston, what was the first tour that you saw?
1: It was either Greece or Oliver.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Were I you ever in Oliver?
1: No, but to this day, my mom still wants me to play the Artful Dodger. She's like, you could still play it. I'm like, I'm fully 26.
0: You could do it. I, it would be a stretch. Okay. Okay.
1: I could be the uh, Artful mean, Dodger's teenage brother.
0: Yeah. I mean, consider yourself one of them. 19 20 yeah now where did you go to college
1: i went to wagner college wagner college right across the new york city harbor over on staten
0: island why wagner
1: uh you know it was the one that had the best program that gave the most uh financial aid
0: that's that's fair I will... that
1: I will go on record to say that I did also get into a uh, Boston conservatory and it is uh, far too expensive for anyone yes. to afford. Um, we could not, we absolutely could not afford it and they didn't give us any financial aid. So they, so we like doubly couldn't afford it. Yeah. So uh, my dreams of going to BOCO uh, stopped at the exception to the program.
0: So with Wagner, um being exposed to New York City and New York City nightlife and and Broadway, did you take advantage of the Staten Island Ferry and go? Oh to yeah. York all the time?
1: Oh yeah. Also, I I was happy I went to Wagner. It was like one of my top schools. I'm not trying to poo poo mm-hmm. it. We were having. Oh, of course. Well, I I loved Wagner. I loved that I got to like be I mean, their whole draw. Their whole draw is like you get to be in New York City but be on a campus. Mm-hmm, I'm like mm-hmm. okay, go off, but it's also Staten Island. Um, Correct. <laughs> uh uh, it was very very nice there was like a free shuttle every day pretty much all day from the ferry to campus back and forth from like 6 a.m to 1 p.m no 1 a.m 6 6 a.m to 1 Mm -hmm,
2: mm
1: a.m um and like we did a lot of weekend trips if there was ever like a show we really wanted to see we would like skip dinner and run to the the shuttle um it really came in handy when we wanted to like audition, especially mm-hmm. like audition season. However, because the shuttle only started at six, it meant you would only get on the 630 ferry, which meant you only were getting into Manhattan at seven. And by then you're already late for a right. fucking non-union call. So that was when like we really took advantage of the people who had cars on campus and we would drive down to the ferry at like five. I would say 435 was the earliest we ever drove to the ferry. It was horrible.
0: All for your dream Um, of being seen.
1: All for my dream of working at a dinner theater in rural, (laughs) who knows where. The illustrious summer gig of dinner theater in, uh, who uh, I don't know, Arkansas.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you're close to theater. Was there ever, ever any inkling of drag while you're in school
1: a million percent every goddamn year let's say
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i was in uh an acapella group the all-male acapella group uh basic of course
0: very of course. Very,
1: very creative name mm-hmm. i will say on
0: record we weren't great so we you would not great. have won this thing off
1: baby we wouldn't have even made it past the first audition <laughs> Um, but we did, uh, like a drag concert every year with, with vocal synergy, who is the female mm-hmm. group. Um, and we would just get in drag and there were like, no parameters. You can do whatever you wanted," which is really iconic. Um, so my first year I had my friend put me into drag, uh, was really bad. I looked like my cousin. Um, I wore, like, this tiny little black dress and, like, red platform heels and this awful blonde wig. And then the second year, um, I was also put in a drag. And I was Ariana Grande. Naturally. Yeah, of course. And people were really gagged. They really was like, you're giving Ari. They really, like, they really were gagged at my Ariana, which I didn't do. And then the third year, I was Ariana again, but that was the year of Screen Queens. So me and three other people in my group did the Screen Queens. Like uh, okay. I'm, I'm a Roberts, Abigail a Breslin, Billy Lord, and I did my makeup that time. I also bought a lace front wig for it. Like I went all. <gasps> oh, oh you went out. I did, and I my lace was down to my eyes, fully down to my eyes um what else was i doing drag wise at that time oh i was in a show at school in our black box it was like a fully original something that our guest director came in and did and he cast me as a drag role so i got to do that i got to like strip on stage that was really Mm -hmm. fun i got some really cute clothes i got like these pair of snakeskin pumps that i was in love with um what other drag stuff did i do was full up until then and then I did that. And then the summer after my junior, year, I did Lacage, where I was in drag.
0: The gateway drug.
1: The gateway drug. There were a couple of New York City queens in that one.
0: Um, like and- Sierra Mist.
1: No, that was what I did. Lacage the second time.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Uh, but Tiffany and Coke was in it the first time I did it. Tiff and I. Yes, her. And then uh, I did it the second time after college. So I did Lacage, and I looked like Cheetah Rivera
2: not a Uh, bad thing
1: well when you're 20 when you're 21 and you look like 80 year old cheetah rivera maybe not the (laughs) best thing
0: okay fair fair
1: maybe not the best um and then my senior year i did a lot of drag i was oh i did for like someone's scene study we did that scene from angels in america with prior and Mm -hmm, harper where he's in drag so i was in drag for that uh, I was Frank in Rocky Horror. I was the MC in cabaret. Um, what else did I do at drag that year? There was a lot. You, you more. You dabbled a lot. Oh, it was it was inevitable. On let's just say
0: um, there are a lot of colleges in the New York Metro area that have spawned a lot of um, drag queens. Oh yeah. Um, I know from Wagner, we have some names including uh, Vanna Carlos Anna the Uber Driver. Um Mandra d Mandra. My little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Hanukkah Lewinsky.
2: There's me. Hi. What
0: is the origin story of a drag name?
2: The
1: answer I always say is that it came to me.
0: And we're mm-hmm. gonna leave it at that. Oh boy. Okay. Meaning that,
1: here's the thing, I didn't come up with it, okay? Someone, someone sent it to me. So my, my way I say, I say it came to me.
0: It came to Because it, it
1: did, in form of a text, it came to me.
0: Hey, it's fair. We are allowed to crowdsource drag, that's fine.
1: And my friend who texted at me will be at my show tonight at, oh, well, by the time this airs, it won't.
0: It maybe, hey, maybe, maybe they'll actually beat your show, who knows?
1: Well, she is, she texted me, she's like, we'll be there because she lives in Astoria. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in the um, future, maybe maybe that night this comes out, she'll be at your show. Yeah, also.
1: April will be at my show. Hi, April. Everyone, hi to April Lillard, my dear, dear friend from college who did text me the name
2: Hanukkah Lewinsky.
0: How would you describe Hanukkah in three words? Jewish, stupid, fun. Alright, cool. How long does it take to transform into Hanukkah?
1: My makeup? Just doing my makeup? I Probably gotten down to like an hour and a half, but like I take a while to block my brows because when I I have OCD, um, when I block my brows, I also use that time to like clean my kitchen, make something to eat, go to the bathroom, get my bag ready. So I don't really like count that as part of the process. Sure, sure. Like mid other stuff, and then like getting into body, and then wig and outfit takes like twenty minutes
0: because mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I'm again running around doing other things.
0: Do you have to have any specific music on when you're getting ready or? i put on a podcast,
1: put on the TV, put on a playlist. As long as there's noise, I'm happy. Complete silence terrifies me.
0: Same. I hate silence. I mean, I have to sleep with fan on all the time. I, I need, I need the noise.
1: We got the fan going. We got the air conditioner going. We have, uh, sounds from Spotify going. Our electric bill is way more than we can afford, but, uh, we sleep comfortably.
0: Absolutely. What are some of your favorite makeup products? Oh,
1: I love the Mod About You blush palette by Trixie Mattel. Huge mm-hmm. fan. Uh, I was recently turned on to Derma Blend for foundation, which I I'll never go back to a Crayon stick for my face. Um, my skin is a little textured, and the Derma Blend really smooths it out. Um. What else do I love? Oh, there's a setting spray from MAC that I love. That It's like some dewy something I feel like a model when I put it on. Um, a, a NYX matte cream lip will get you together. The NYX black pen eyeshadow, eyeliner will get you together. The NYX black cream brown pencil will get my eyebrows together. I, I'm a NYX girl. I love, I will mop a NYX counter.
0: Alright, so if NYX comes to Hanukkah and says, you know, Hanukkah the holiday season's here. We want a Hanukkah palette. What colors are going in the Hanukkah palette?
1: Well, I wouldn't go to NYX for shadow, so I would stop. Them right there.
2: <laughs>
1: if Morphe came to me for an eyeshadow, okay, palette, then I would say, let's you know. get talking. Oh, definitely blue and like shades of blue, like a gradient, a blue gradient that ends with like a white shimmer, uh, a sunset gradient. So, like, like, l- purple like purple fuchsia pink orange yellow to a white gradient mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: those two and then I would say probably like uh, a green to yellow
0: gradient also. Morphe if you're listening Hanukkah's ready.
1: Yeah I ready would say those me. I would say those are my three like eye colors I usually go to.
0: So when you first started drag who were some of the people that helped you out in your journey?
1: Uh, like when I did drag before Hanukkah was born or like Hanukkah drag
0: I would say when Hanukkah was officially born
1: and me myself and I and my fucking room with everyone else at home yeah the reason I, I think that I had a nice little foundation to start on I had like an idea of where my face went from doing theater yeah. and dabbling in drag but I really needed to work on my makeup and it was like COVID Andrew's like we're not gonna be doing stuff for my, and my boyfriend Andrew I was like, we're not going to be doing anything for a really long time. You should work on your face if you like drag. I was like, that's rude. I look great. He's like, no, you don't. You'll be able <laughs> to thank me later. And here I am today thanking him later. Taking, I mean, even today, I'm, I don't pride myself on being the prettiest.
0: Were you someone who watched YouTube tutorials or did you just do it on your own?
1: Uh, I watched some. I watched some mostly to figure out like what colors I wanted to do for like eyes and stuff. But I had a general idea of where I wanted my face to go. The biggest thing was I learned that I would have to draw my nose on Crooked and that changed everything.
0: Oh yeah, how did you discover that?
1: Jackie Cox's uh, RuPaul's Drag Race tutorial where she said, I draw my nose on an angle. And I said, oh, my nose in real life is also on an angle. Maybe I should try that.
0: Wow, Jackie Cox so thank you, Jackie. through.
1: I loved hers. <laughs> uh, Jan's tutorial where she shows how to like pull the eyeliner into the wing. I was like, okay, work. I'm taking that. And then my favorite like sunset, eye, I do is Farrah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to drag, who are some of your inspirations?
1: Oh, well, first and foremost, I don't know. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't come out. Um, I would say big inspirations for me who are like currently in New York, my incredible drag mother, Kiki Ball Change, who has been supportive of me since Actually, day one when we became friends via social media, mm-hmm. a huge inspiration to me. Um, I'm trying to think of who else in New York is like a huge inspiration. Sherry Vine. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Love Sherry Vine, uh, Ms. Cracker, uh, Coco Peru. Um I'm
2: trying to think of other queens who really inspire me.
0: What about people who aren't necessarily drag artists?
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now we're talking. Uh, Barbara Streisand, Fran Drescher, uh, Rachel Brosnahan as Miss Mazel. I'm trying to think of other uh, Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop.
0: Dare I say it again? Jew better work.
1: Oh yeah, I'm uh, hammering in the 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 nail the the Jewish nail. Yes, yes. Look what.
0: Go ahead, I was going to say,
1: finding finding the nanny really changed my life.
0: Um, do you have, have HBO Max? Have you watched it? Uh, marathoned it. Uh, Andrew
1: and I, Andrew and I, are currently making our way through it. We just got to the episode where she does a full uh, fur mascara from uh, of course and that of course. I was like, I was like I feel very seen with this.
0: How would you describe your drag style?
1: Like my clothes and hair and how I present myself. Uh... uh I based in a decade. I usually say it's like I love basing. I usually like go for like a very like seventies thing, sixties seventies. If I really want to feel my Miss Maisel fantasy, I'll like dabble in like maybe a fifties moment. I love a and the. I mean, I would say it's nineties, but it's really just Fran with like a black turtleneck and a really fun skirt, black sure, tights, sure. black pumps. Um, and usually it, it, things that just like that catch my eye, which is a very basic drag answer, what I love, like old vintage pattern fabric, like very, like 60s, 70s, so like florals, but in like orange, green, yellow, pink, geometric print, I'm literally like looking at my clothing rack right now, like weird designs, shapes, and then like- So I
0: I bet watching Jackie Cox on Drag Race gave you some hope and inspiration that that kind of artist can exist in the mainstream. Oh yeah,
1: Jackie, Kiki, Um, But I find that 70s, 60s, 70s style is really like coming to the forefront again in like fashion and in drag, which is great for me. Um, So it's a lot easier to like find stuff to like pull from if I want like specific like outfit pieces.
0: Now, are you, someone, there, like, are you someone who is more, I'm not going to say this is a derogatory term, but someone who's more off the rack? Do you like to work with designers? What, where does Hanukkah fall nowadays?
1: You know, right in the middle. Right in the middle. I'm constantly sketching things to get commissions done, but like, I just did a fucking huge haul on the website. I don't want to promo them because I don't support fast fashion. Mm-hmm. I, it's not Shein, okay? It's not fucking Sheehan. <laughs> I can promise I have never bought a goddamn thing on Shein.
0: Listen, we have to be a little supportive of Shein because uh, Vicky Villaness is now a designer for them. Uh, they have their own line. Um, oh, that's so really yeah, cool. Very, very, very exciting for her. Um, but otherwise, I understand. <laughs>
1: it's not Shein, though. Um, but like, oh, I've got something from h
0: m Listen, RuPaul he, RuPaul put H&M back on the map. We're allowed to use H&M because many queens have done it.
1: Yeah, I'm like looking at my rack. I'm like, it's a a blend of like vintage stores, a couple things I buy online, some commissions, some things that have been repurposed, some stuff that I've quote unquote made. Very, very few things I have made. The most I'll do is a circle skirt and a bralette.
0: So when it comes to collaborators for either hair or looks, who are some of your favorites?
1: uh, I can just give you a list. I, I I love everyone I've worked with. Um, I recently just got awake from Bitchcraft, Connor Bitchcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm gonna debut at uh, my new show next Wednesday that I'm really excited to wear. I have a lot of gorgeous hair from Acacia forgot. I a, 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 a I don't know why I couldn't say a wonderful person, not in a shady way. I literally like couldn't find the right words. I was trying to find like a uh, uh what's it called? Uh alliteration. No, no, you use a thesaurus for it. Uh, a similar word. like A synonym. I was trying to find a, like, synonym? a, a, synonym. Mm-hmm. To find a synonym for a wonderful person so I could like make it like a more as extravagant. Uh-huh. As of course. Her hair is unreal. Mm-hmm. I
0: have And she a- left us. The fucking bitch left us.:
1: I know, but she's still you could get a commission. they'll ship it. It's cheap. I have one, two, three, four, five I have six wigs from Acacia. Seven oh, wigs from good. Acacia. She's so good. Um, I have a wig from Perspective Beats. I have, oh, that's the, and another wig from Bitchcraft. That's literally it. Love that. And you then
0: gonna, you go ahead.
1: I was gonna say then, like people who have made outfits for me. I have a couple things from Leroy Taylor. I have an outfit from Acacia. Um, I have my first uh, ex nani tsunami commission, which I adore with all the ostrich feathers. Um I have some stuff from Heidi and Dix. I have some stuff from the the wee hands of Hanukkah Lewinsky.
0: Now, when you put a look together, what is your process?
1: I usually draw. I'll draw it, and then I'll get a commission. But I'll, like, I'll go on Pinterest. So I'll pin things. If I see a fabric I really love, I'll go off of that. If I see a picture of Barbara Streisand or... Share or Fran I'll like save it you know it's a lot of that
0: and when you get ready for a gig for the day what is your process to decide what you're going to
1: wear what haven't I worn recently <laughs> hair hair and outfit
0: do you decide based on where you're going to be what the temperature of the venue is going to be yes. the audience yes
1: yeah, so tonight since I'm going to be in Queens I want to be Fran
0: uh-huh, of course naturally
1: and I'll start the show with the nanny theme, but I have my like, my my hair that's like later season Fran when she was being like the giant hair with the middle part. Yes, yes, yes. I am my later season Fran hair, my black turtleneck with the sleeves cut off. I have like a vintage suede skirt. I got my black pumps, my black tights. I'm giving full Fran tonight. I was like, I'm in Queens. I got to be Fran. But like Monday, I was feeling like the very like since olivia noon john left i was mm-hmm. watching greece and i was like maybe i'll do hopelessly devoted so i did like a very like 50s miss mazel
0: mm-hmm.
1: a-line skirt dress
0: beautiful so covid how did it affect you as an artist and were you able to capitalize digitally during the lockdown
1: yeah i mean that's where i kind of started drag there was no theater that was kind of when i made the switch I was like, what can I put my art into? And I was like, well, I can start like doing some drag just for me for fun. And then there were a couple of times I thought I looked really good. So then I started posting out of drag or in drag on my like out of drag Instagram account. And then people seemed to really respond to it. So I was like, maybe I should just like make a drag account just for fun. And then I saw Queens making videos. So I was like, maybe I'll make a video. Let's make a video. And I was like, maybe I'll make another one. Uh, they're somewhere if you want to find them they're not great
0: and we got to um, collaborate on two digital we did. shows i was
1: gonna say you're my first virtual gig you gave me my mm-hmm. first two gigs technically
0: look at me look at me how has oh, the world wait that's a
1: lie that's a lie like <gasps> tatiana gave me my, my first virtual okay fine gig.
0: tatiana you win it's fine it's cool and, you,
1: you know what it's it's fine tatiana it who has never been to my show you gave me my first gig <laughs>
0: now how has the world and the culture that has come out of the digital drag affected nightlife today
1: you know i think what what happened was when once things started opening up the queens who were working before got their gigs which it was honestly really important and i think for a while it was about queens who had gigs before getting their gigs back which i think was very needed and i think that Everything that that was born out of that was necessary. I don't think that drag could have come back without having that platform that was already there for our our queens. That's what it's what was the you know it's the right, right thing. It's not like it's not like you could come back out of a global pandemic and open. I mean, not out of it. We're still in it. Let's not be crazy. But like the fact that. Queens were able to get their shows back or some iteration of their shows back, I think was the most
0: important thing. Absolutely. Bar now let, let let's talk about you getting into the world of drag on stage. Um yes. specifically drag wars and then even more specifically drag wars all stars, which my um,
1: uh, my crown and glory. Uh,
0: yeah, you 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 captured a crown. Let, let, let's go from the beginning. You current reigning uh, let's make raining. no mistake okay current reigning we, we are still the current
1: reigning all-star
0: you are basically reminding Shikwita don't do another all-star please just <laughs> let, <laughs> let me have it
1: no she um, remembers she's like bitch your time is coming
0: <laughs> let, let's discuss drag wars um and the start of drag wars for you what was yeah. about drag wars that was the right fit
1: um I did my first competition I really didn't when I did my first competition, I really didn't know who Hanukkah was. I did like I did a comedy mix, sure, all well and good. But I came out in like a bra, a panty, thigh-high boots, fishnets, gloves, a harness, a like a very loosely styled blonde wig. I was like, I don't know who I thought I was, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't the Hanukkah we know today. Um, I figured that out very quickly. And then I did a couple other competitions and then i did my first week of drag wars and i won on my birthday
2: which was great
1: felt really good um and that was honestly like a hanukkah but i could i i don't know if i'd wear it again but like it's not outside the realm of possibility that i'd wear again it was like big hair very like retro inspired with a big old circle skirt very current to me yeah today um and then I did Drag Wars. I did like the Winter Spotlight the next week, uh, and I lost to Alaya, who is currently on tour with Lady Gaga. Who? Her name is Alaya. She's a club kid. No, no,
0: no, no that, that's fine. Oh. Who, who's Lady Gaga? I don't know her.
1: Oh, right, right, right. You know, a little, a little known artist.
2: She's doing listen. Little, everyone
0: uh, who's show. gotten to go see Lady Gaga, good for you. I have never seen Lady Gaga live in my oh, life. Oh, so it's. It's transcendent. It's <sighs> transcendent.
2: She's so one good.
1: Maybe one day. Um, and then I did the competitions are good. I was doing like three, four competitions a week, like every week last summer. What did, what did
0: you learn about yourself?
1: That I love drag. That's that really solidified it for me, and that I hate working uh, a second job to make ends meet, which is a nightmare. But we still do it. Um that I love drag, it really helped me figure out what I wanted to wear, how to make numbers really quickly, what people respond to with me specifically as a performer, what works, what doesn't. Um, And then if we're jumping into All-Stars, last summer, like August, the rumblings of All-Stars started, they announced it. And like, it went from like being hard to sign up for drag Drag Wars, to be like impossible to mm-hmm. sign up for drag wars like if you didn't get two pieces at like 750 or 8 eight fifteen at the latest you would not be able to compete
0: now did you have to be in full face ready to go or could you be there and then get ready there
1: that i did the latter i didn't want to get ready at you know when it took three hours to do my makeup two and a half hours to do my makeup i didn't want to get ready at five to right. go sit in my makeup, to not be on stage until midnight. So I would just bring like uh, the bare minimum I needed to look my best. And then I'd pack it and I'd go down to pieces and I'd get ready in the back room and we'd kiki with the girls uh, personalities, large and small. Let's oh, say course. that. Let's say that. And then I did a week where, uh, uh, where Shakito wasn't there. And Nikki was like, you should come back next week. He's like, you should come back next week. So I went back the next week. And then I like, I had a feeling like maybe All Stars was going to be something that I got into. And then Shaquita announced on the People for us. she's like, all right, well, the show's over. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'll come back next week. And then she's like, actually, wait, wait, before we announce the winner of Drag Wars tonight, can I have Hanukkah Lewinsky and Jay back on stage? And then she made us lip sync for a spot in All Stars.
0: <laughs> she's so fun and cruel.
1: Wild. It was wild. It was to uh Dua Lipa. We did uh, uh, don't don't start now.
0: Okay, okay. Were you familiar with the song? Were you oh you yeah? Every doing. every okay. every hit,
1: every da, 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 da,
0: everything. Yeah. So when you get into Dragon Wars All Stars, there's obviously some um, rules and some uh, themes you have to follow. What was your game plan? Be myself. I wanted to be 100%
1: Hanukkah. I didn't want to commodify myself or anything. I wanted to fit the prompt and I wanted to show as wide of a range of what I could do as possible was my idea.
0: I'm going to ask you a difficult question. Yeah. Who was your biggest competition? Tina Twirler. Mm-hmm. For sure. What was it do you think that set you apart from Tina?
1: I don't know. I truly don't know because if, if we're being honest, I didn't see for the finale, I didn't see anyone else's numbers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. though. To get into the finale, you needed to like bring audience to your prelim. Of course. So that's kind of like, what can you show? But in my mind, I was like, if I'm going to win, I need to like bring it home in the finale. And honestly, I didn't even think I was going to win. I didn't honestly, I didn't even think I was going to place if we're being honest. Sure. I thought my biggest competition was Maxi Padding and uh, Tina in the finale who were also in the top three which is maybe why those are the names that come to mind but like I saw like the shit that Maxi brought and the shit that Tina brought I was like oh I'm not I'm not going to win I'm not even going to place I was like they're going to be top two I was like that's I had no inkling until, until Shaquita said my name I did not think I was
0: winning Was, I it, had, was it a good feeling to win?
1: I was great. I was shocked. I was shocked. Like, completely, utterly, totally shocked. I could not believe
0: it. In previous All-Stars, there was always some um, little drama afterwards, especially that um, co-crowning season. Did you experience any pushback uh, with your win? No.
1: Not, at least not to my face. And what people say about me behind my back is, what people say about me behind my back, not my business. Sure. I'm sure, I am sure people have things to say about me, but I I didn't hear it. Not actually true. I didn't
2: hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it.
1: You know, what? Let, you know what? Let's say this. I didn't hear it from anyone who was in the competition. There
0: it is. Well, since winning, you've had some extraordinary opportunities, like, you know, opening for the Rue Girls at the Voss Event. Oh, yeah. Soon. Now, with that, what was it like to take that stage and share the night with the Queens of fourteen?
1: Terrifying. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm from the mindset that I don't deserve anything I have. <laughs> I'm always very surprised when I do things, <laughs> which you know what it it's gotten me this far. So absolutely, and it's not like a, na- a naive thing. It's like I'm I'm I know I work really hard. But I'm always like, I feel like I don't belong there. But like the Voss thing was like I, almost a year from winning was the Voss thing, so I had a lot of time to think, and I was mm-hmm. very nervous, and I spent a lot of money on it. Uh, but I was like, I need everything to be like immaculate. I need mm-hmm. it to be, I need it to be so correct that I can just do it. And I don't have to think about it. I can't, I can't second guess the outfit. I can't second guess the hair, the shoes, the choreo, the number, the energy. I was like, I just need to be able to like lock in and do it.
0: Did you have fun? Oh, I had a great time. I think the audience did too. I was there.
2: I um, know. So I got funny. to
0: share your name to people who had no idea who it was. Cause no one could understand um, is Vanji announcing it. Um, I had other people ask that was Jackie Cox. So there's a win Work. for you. There it is. Um, who was the nicest backstage?
1: Oh, I got to share a dressing room with Camden, Daya, and Angeria. And that was a fucking great time. They were lovely. Yeah. We kiki all night. We had a great time. Me and my two dancers, TJ and Jason and and the girls in a tiny little dressing room at Sony Hall. We had a lovely time. Now, you've got oh, and, into, okay, go ahead, I was to say, and Daniel Gold, Daniel Gold choreographed it, and the choreography mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, and then uh, Leroy made my outfits and a case she did my hair,
0: and Andrew stole my shoes. Oh my God, it's a That's it's great. a team effort.
1: Team effort. drag is a
0: team effort. You've gotten to work a lot of opportunities, but who have you yet to work with is on your dream list?
1: My the first person that came to mind was Miss Mamshi.
0: <laughs> Miss Mamshi, why Miss Mamshi?
1: I love Miss Mamshi. I want to get her and I on a mic together. I think we would just be cracking each other up for however long. And by that, I mean I would probably be sitting there in full drag, smiling and laughing, and she would be, she would be just
0: what is me it? Cackle. What is it about Miss Mamshi that is so appealing to audiences?
1: Yes, the answer is yes.
0: All right, we love I. That.
1: I. She is so funny. She's a fucking great performer. She gets comedy. So well, I, I just adore her. I just love her. All
0: right. Now every Monday night, audiences, audiences can find you upstairs at the duplex for duplex. Tell us about the show.
1: Well, when the duplex isn't on fire,
0: we are there. Listen, uh, what is going on in that building?
1: It, the thing is, it's an old building that course, really yes. at the, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It is one of the oldest venues i would say in the city for 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 any type of performance i could be wrong but it's been around for a really long time for a while well before it was the duplex it was the village voice i mean like Mm -hmm. this building is old yeah it is an old old building that has been refurnished refurbished uh, uh, numerous times over so the building is old it's also not just the two floors there's an apartment building on top of it it's like old electric old pipes like it's just It's old. So things happen to a really old building. So I guess the first fire was from the roof. And then there was water damage from the firefighters putting whatever fire there was. And then the one that just happened was like an electrical fire in the bar downstairs. I
0: don't
1: think anything was destroyed. Everyone is safe. That's important. Like I was talking to the bartender and she was like, I was pouring a drink and I saw sparks and flames out of the corner of my eye. I was like, great. scary. Very scary.
0: Now, um, when, the sh- when when it is not on fire, what can we expect at this show?
1: Oh, uh, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate that word. I'm just kidding. Um, me being an idiot on the mic for usually an hour and a half. I'm, you know, people always tell me that I shouldn't be doing this many numbers, but I usually do like probably six to eight numbers, depending on the night. Mm-hmm. But that's because I love doing numbers. It's not because, you know, I love to talk. I love to talk. Clearly, yeah. But I also love to do my. But I love my numbers, so I I enjoy doing a a show with a lot of numbers. I know other queens don't. It depends on the night, but like I did a show once. I think I only did like two numbers, but it was like a full show, and I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, I was like, "This is amazing." So who knows? Maybe I'll do less numbers in the future. But I really enjoy it. My bartender Colton is great. Make great drinks. Um, It's very intimate. I like to talk with my audience. We usually play a game. Um, maybe I'll throw in a trick on that lovely concrete floor. I'll dance where there's no lighting. Um, I'll sit down.
0: You'll stand up.
1: I'll stand up. I'll dance around. I'll, I'll direct people to the bathroom when they come up the <laughs> stairs. I'll harass like anyone who is walking to the bathroom and tell them to stay, it sometimes works. It's
0: obviously, a great time. Yeah, and obviously the duplex is a very unique space. It's unlike many, many, many other venues. Um, was this a good f- first venue to host at? Oh, prepare yeah. you For others?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think I would... I think I'm pretty good on the mic. I've been told that. I think I, I enjoy it. It's not scary for me. I have a great time. I don't think I would have been as comfortable without this show, the duplex, I would have been fucked. Yeah. But like the first night I did my show, I just did numbers. I literally talked on the mic for maybe three minutes between numbers. And I did 10 numbers in an hour.
0: How do you the decide was... what you will do for a show?
1: For a while, I was just sending a set list to my bartender Colton, but he has a computer that has like all of my stuff in it. So it started to become like, what should we do? Let's do this one. Yeah. Or like, I'll like intro a number and I'll be like, I love this energy drink. And I'll look at Colton and he'll like put on like my monster energy drink mix. It's like a symbiotic. It's like what the audience is feeling. Have you ever had a night where
0: Colton wasn't there?
1: Yeah. Those are the nights where Colton hasn't been bartending slash DJing. I've sent a set list. But he's, I think Colton's been there more than I have.
0: You and Julie J will be teaming up for a new show at Playhouse. Yes. Wake up Wednesday. Wake up, we
1: ex- Wednesdays.
0: What can we expect?
1: The best damn drag show you've ever seen. Ever? I, I, you know, that's like the stupid <laughs> response. No, Julie and I have wanted to do a show together for a very, 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 very long time. We've always talked about it. It's finally happening. I like to say that Julie and I are from the same school of performance. We perform very similar way, but we do it in two very different ways. Sure. Like, what, what we do is different. The way we do it is the same. Does that make fair, sense? Fair, yeah. And I think that we'll be able to really, like, we'll be able to really balance each other to create, like, a really dynamic show.
0: How did the show come about? Different.
1: Julie said, girl, you're free on
0: Wednesdays. <laughs> there it is, there it is. But do Julie pref- and I have...
1: No, I was going to say, Julie and I have talked about pitching a show with the two of us for months now. Like, I would say since february january february we've been like we got to do a show together do
0: you prefer to host or co-host yes all right there's a good answer
1: i I, no, i like to co-host i like to have someone to play off of i enjoy it
0: is there anyone else that you would like to co-host with pitch another show get it out there You, you, ma'am, she's an option. You got Julie now. Who's next? Here,
1: I'll you know what? I'll promo I'll promo a show. I'll promo a show. I'll, I'll give you, I'll do a two-in-one. I'll promo a show with my best friend Reese Havoc. She and I are doing a show. We heard it here first. We are doing a one-off at Verse, August 30th. It's gonna be called The Simple Life.
0: Naturally, naturally. Um, I I can already feel the chaotic energy.
1: Oh yeah. We did a night at um Uh, uh, hardware a couple weeks ago we filled in for Janelle and Izzy and people were like you I mean like not just like our friends like people that we had fully never met they're like oh are you two here every week we're like no we don't even have a show together they're like oh you need one this is great like people were there people working there I mean it was a great show and we were like all right let's let's try to finagle this somewhere else but like right I have so many people I want to host shows with I want to host shows with all my like my like close group of friends i want to do shows with all of them maxi nani janae bianca when she gets back to the city Phoebe. uh who else do i really want to host something with someone who can like either be at like a 12 with me like oh like plasma plasma and i are always at a 12 mm-hmm. together um people who can always be at like a 12 with me or someone who will like fully balance me out
0: i love that there's no,
1: no middle ground.
0: Hey, hey, that's fair. It's very, very, very
1: verse. <laughs> Coming soon. The Simple Life at verse. August 30th, starring me and Reese Havoc.
0: We're going to play a game. Are you ready? Let's do it. We are going to play a game called This or That. I'm going to give you Great. two options. You got to tell me which one you prefer. Done and done. Beach or mountain? Ooh. Depending
1: on the time of year. Spring, fall, mountain, summer, the beach
0: day or night night coffee or tea both apples or bananas
1: apples i'm an apple girl we have a whole bunch of them in the fridge right now
0: comedy or drama
1: comedy oh my god are you kidding
0: liza or judy liza audra or patty audra velma or roxy
1: velma oh my god i know i'm a roxy but i want to be a velma
0: Alphabet or glinda Ooh, good question
1: i'm honestly i think i'm in the glinda era it's dare i say it it's the comedic
0: relief Mm -hmm. okay rogers and hammerstein or candor and ebb candor
1: and ebb i'm a candor and ebb girl i know people will be so mad but candor and ebb the stories are uh, Mm -hmm. dare i say better
0: Leading much lady, much
1: queerer, much yeah. queerer. Oh, very,
0: very. Leading lady or chorus boy?
1: Uh, I was a chorus boy, but now I'm a leading lady.
0: New York bagels or Montreal bagels? Ah!
1: Dude, that's Montreal bagels. There is <gasps> no, there's no comparison. Wait, how do you know Montreal bagels?
0: I'm from the New York area. I know the rivalry. I didn't know that there's a real rivalry. Oh yeah. New York bagels are, yeah, there, there's a difference between the no, two. Of them. Oh, yeah. Give me
1: a fucking doughy ass covered in sesame seeds, delicious, hot out of the oven, Montreal bagel, any goddamn day. I will pay okay. extra for it. All right. I, I grew up on them. My whole family is from Montreal. I, I was there last week and I will say it to I'll say every day of my goddamn life, Montreal bagels.
0: Okay, fine. There we go. Uh, Fred or Shaggy? <gasps> Jackie, Daphne or Velma?
1: Daphne, my girl.
0: Darth Vader or Kylo Ren?
1: Oh, Darth Vader.
0: Han Solo or Luke Skywalker?
1: Luke. Han Solo annoys me. Sorry, Harrison Ford's hot, but Luke is endearing and hot.
0: R2-D2 or BB-8?
1: Oh, can I say both? They're nope, both-
0: pick one. You gotta pick one. Uh, Who are you gonna make to be, what, make at the droid depot?
2: Oh, no. This is really
1: hard because I feel like BB-8 would want to like curl up next to me, but R2 uh-huh. would like want to be like fully like like my best friend. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. okay, okay. Dro- droid culture in Star Wars is a little weird to me. Okay. They are fully <laughs> sentient, but they are treated like objects.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's a little. It's a little. It's giving. It's giving. What it should not be giving. Okay. <laughs> if you're gonna Aaron, employ fair. your droids, if you're gonna employ the droids, you better be fucking paying them. Otherwise, have them be your friend. If they're your friend, then they're your friend. They're not your your <laughs> servant. Okay. Stop treating. Stop treating droids like servants.
0: There it is. Spider Man or Iron Man. Spidey. Fuck Thor or Cap- Thor or Captain America.
1: Thor. Fuck Captain America.
0: Ms. Marvel or Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch, my favorite superhero. X-Men or Avengers?
1: X-Men. Again, I will always go with the queerer option.
0: And finally, Princess Peach or Princess Leia?
1: Princess Leia. Easy. Wow, okay, there it is. I love Princess Peach, but baby, in the words of Naomi Smalls, blonde and white.
0: True. I love to go behind the music and learn what my guest signature number is. What is your signature number and how did it become your signature number? Mix or straight through. Whatever the audience demands most.
1: Uh my one right now is either my Real Housewives reality TV fight mix or my candy mix is mm-hmm. the one that people really love. And then for straight through, people love I'm the greatest star or I can't do it alone from Chicago. Uh, I can't do it alone is because I was watching. Uh, well, I saw my friend in Chicago on Broadway, which is iconic. She was great, and then let's just say the Velma was good. She left quite a bit to be desired. Fair. Um, And if my friend Emma is listening to this, you were literally the best Roxy I've ever seen in my entire life, and I know your friend's with the lady who played Velma, and I'm sure she was unfucking real in Hades Town. Catherine zeta jones will never be matched
0: fair that's fair when you are creating mixes what comes first is it the song the theme the spoken word how do you create a mix
1: i like when a mix just comes to me that's usually when my mixes are a better and b more fun to make Mm -hmm. but sometimes i'll like find a theme or like a song I'm really trying to like. I've been trying for a really long time to make a Jewish American princess mix, and it's just like not coming together. And I'm gonna keep trying because I feel like I need it. I do need another Jewish mix. I can't be lugging around a giant dreidel with me
0: all the time. That's fair. That's fair. Or you just have to make uh, dreidels for every venue.
1: Yeah, and I'll just leave them in the back. That'll that'll go over really well. That's not a health (laughs) code violation.
0: Not at all.
1: Um, But usually, when a mix comes to me, uh, it's. I have more fun doing it, and they're more enjoyable to perform.
0: Drag roulettes, they're staples. My of thing drag in the shows. World. What songs would you like to, or artists would you like to hear more of? And are there any artists or songs that you would beg the audience right now stop requesting?
1: Uh, Nani tsunami and I are from the same school of. If there is a drag roulette, we will eat it up. It is my favorite. I. Uh, Unlike some other queens who hate drag roulette, I foam at the mouth for a drag roulette. And it is low-key devastating to me that I don't get to do one at my Monday show. Mm -hmm. Drag roulette is my absolute favorite. I adore it. I will give me any artist. I will have a great time. I love doing if I don't do it, please request the nanny theme song and a drag roulette. It's always a fun surprise for the audience.
0: Love that. Well, music is universal. It brings people together and helps give a little insight on a person. In this game, we are going to create a playlist of nine songs that are the soundtrack of your life. Welcome to Hanukkah's Ultimate Playlist.
1: Love that.
0: All right. So I'm going to give you a prompt and you are going to give me the song that fits. Oh,
1: I love this. This is great.
0: All right. You ready? Yes. A song that reminds you of family.
1: Love Shack by the B-52s. Alright. It is s- the first song I knew the words to. It's the first concert my dad and I went to. It's become the song that, when it's ever on the radio, my parents will like call me and play it.
0: A song that reminds you of your first true love.
2: Cut to the Feeling, Carly Rae Jepsen.
0: All right. A song that reminds you of your boyfriend.
2: I just said it. Let me think of another one. Uh,
1: uh, oh, Dim All the Lights, Donna Summer.
0: A song that reminds you of college.
2: <laughs> the first one that came to mind was Feedback by Janet Jackson.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> A song that you sing in the shower.
2: Oh. What has it been recently? Uh, uh, Let me look at my phone. Let me look
1: at my phone. Let me look at my phone. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, oh, this is not good. I'm not fast enough. Um, let's, oh, oh. Um, Kylie Minogue, the song is, uh, Your Disco Needs You.
0: Of course, of course. A song that reminds you of heartbreak.
1: Okay, I'm going to say it. I don't think I've ever had my heart broken, so I don't have a song for
2: this.
0: All right, how about, how about a, a song about that reminds you of rejection? I
2: don't remember being
0: rejected either. Wow, okay. I mean, you could have been rejected by, like, a theater, too. That's oh, rejection.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Heart of Stone by Cher.
0: There it is. Um, a song that gets you in the mood to party.
1: Anything by Donna Summer. You can literally put, write down uh, Donna Summer's Greatest Hits, Volume 1 and 2.
0: <laughs> a song from your favorite
2: musical. Uh, oh, uh, uh, We Are What We Are from La Cage.
1: Oh, no, no, no. A little more mascara from La Cage.
0: Okay, okay. Specifically finally, the ending. The song that made you who you are.
1: I mean, I guess I have to say Livin' La live, Vida Loca, don't I?
0: There it is. Let's talk a little bit theater. You you
1: want to talk about theater? Uh, would love to. I will I, Listen, I, I told you, I love to talk. I will talk about literally anything.
0: What makes theater so special?
1: The lights, the costumes, the music. If it's a play, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I do love, I love a play. The, The authenticity of someone being right in front of you portraying what you could see on a movie screen but it's actually there like it's not the best take it is the best that someone can give you in that moment it's it's the fact that it's live it's the same thing that makes drag great there's something so special about seeing someone perform directly in front of you there's it's it's like when you watch i don't know it's like like there's sometimes on drag race where you watch a lip sync and everyone is living for it, but it doesn't have that same impact at home. It's not because it's not a good lip sync. It's because it's not in front of you. If it was in front of you, I'm sure it would be jaw dropping. But because it's not right there, because it's behind a screen and it's not immediate connection, there's a disconnect. Right. That's why a a TV show needs to have good writing and a good performance. That's why a movie needs good writing and a good performance you know, if it's live, some things, not everything has to be perfect for it to be impactful, good, enjoyable. I feel like when it's put behind a screen and it's not right there, there's a wall of perfection that's needed. It's like, it's like with fucking auditions, all my friends who are having to send in self tapes because of, of, you know, spaces being too expensive and like, Um, COVID regulations and stuff like that's great I am glad that we're keeping people safe but also now I've heard that people in casting are expecting a higher level of what they want because you're able to film it and have so many takes
0: interesting yeah I mean I I, because I uh, I was in the theater world for a while um, as a producer writer director whatever all those things Uh, and I remember when we would do the live auditions but some people couldn't come in that we wanted to see when we would get uh, tapes and it just it didn't have the same spark yeah it's missing and also
1: it. people are more forgiving for a bad in-person audition than a bad on-tape audition
0: fair who are some of your ultimate divas of theater
1: oh cheetah liza audra i'm obviously saying like huge names it's so stupid um oh vanessa williams is like uh-huh. one of my favorite 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 favorites have you ever I met really her love no but i would love to i feel like she would live i love her um patina miller who i just saw in uh into the woods who is insanely good
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think of course i love listening to I'm trying to think of shows i love the entire cast of Head over heels a show yeah, that I did show. see. I saw it three times. It oh yeah! My favorite thing I've seen. I, I, I only got. I only got
0: to see it once. Um, I went to go see my my good friend Bonnie Milligan.
2: Oh
1: um, my god, she's so good. She,
0: she's very good. She um, she was in the uh first couple of readings and concerts of my musical. Really? Um, her and Lauren Patton and Michael Service. Oh yeah. wow! Right. Cool things. That's right? Fantastic. Yeah, my theater days. Love. What? theater tropes would you like to see end
1: oh my god yeah yeah, yes make it bigger for the stage don't make it huge yeah be you know what no i take it back as long as you are authentically in the style of the show you're doing i'll buy it the second you are not in the style of the show get in the words of patio problem get the fuck out
0: yeah um where do you see the state of broadway in five years
1: I hope with more original shows and less adaptations of movies. Let's say that.
0: Well, if there's going to be a movie musical, give me what's missing. What has not been created yet?
1: No. No? Absolutely not. I'm not contributing. Never? I've, there are too many movies turned into musicals. I'm tired of it. I am absolutely tired of it. The, the only one I'm excited about is Devil Wears Prada. And then, then I'm like, I think I, we've exhausted our possibilities. There's literally nothing I would want to see it turn into a musical.
0: Not even Anchorman the musical? Oh, God. Come on, can't you I'm see ti- the, the Act 1 love song called Do Me on a Rainbow?
1: No, I'm, t- I'm tired. I'm tired. I want original shows. I want new stories. And it's not that it's not that original work isn't being produced. Original musicals are being written all the goddamn time. Producers just don't have the, 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 the wherewithal to take a chance on it.
0: What, what, now, what about a jukebox musical? Are you okay with that?
1: If it's an original story, I'm more forgiving.
0: So like, Anne Juliet, you're fine with.
1: I can't wait for that. Me too. As long as it's an original story, I'm fine. Original music is also, you know, I would prefer it. But if, it, if we're getting a jukebox musical, at least let it be like a fun original story.
0: Yeah. But
1: also the problem with jukebox musicals, it's just like the story is there just to get to the next fun song. I don't mm-hmm. want that. I want a good. I want Mama Mia, honestly. Okay. All
0: right. Now I just want a yes or no. Do no, actually, you have- no, I
1: don't want Mama Mia. Mama Mia was literally just to get to the songs, but I do love. I do love the story. <laughs> give me, give um, me another head over heels. Give me head over heels. Again. All right,
0: there it is. There it is. Um, I want a yes or no answer. Sure. Do you have any dream roles in drag? A Million. Okay. Theater is in your blood, but it's time for Hanukkah to get her time to shine on the stage. In this game, I'm going to give you a musical and you have to cast Hanukkah in a role. Love it. We're gonna, we're gonna play Let's ha- Let's Cast Hanukkah.
1: This is exciting.
0: All right. We got a long list. So we're gonna Great. try to go rapid fire. Go fast. Wicked. Madam when I'm older. Lemis Roll.
1: Oh uh, uh one of the 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 uh, sex workers and lovely ladies
0: okay chicago
1: Valma kelly when i'm older cabaret sally Bowles. whenever
0: legally blonde
1: serena the jewish one
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. waitress
1: uh i will happily be in the audience
0: okay okay into the woods
1: oh one of the stepsisters me and reese havoc
0: Mm -hmm. the 25th annual putnam county spelling bee
1: I will happily again be in the audience.
0: Okay. Thoroughly modern milling.
1: Once it gets rewritten, we'll talk about
0: it. Okay, fine. Anything goes.
1: Once it gets rewritten, we'll talk about it.
0: Uh, a chorus line.
1: Oh, I want to say Val, but I'm Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. The movie version, I'm Kate Hudson, Cinema mm-hmm. Italiano, baby. Yep. Greece. I want to say I'm Marty, but I'm Frenchy.
0: <laughs> Six.
1: I can't wait to go see Six Ish. I would rather I would rather go see Six Ish.
0: Okay, that's fair. Spring Awakening. Oh, I love Spring Awakening. Uh, probably
1: one of the like lesser girls, like Taya
2: mm-hmm. or Anna.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Oklahoma.
1: Uh, probably 80 Annie, but that's Kiki's role, so she'll kill me for saying that. So I'll say, I'll say, who's the one who's like,
0: <laughs>
1: what's her name? Like, the laughing one, the really obnoxious one.
0: Okay. okay. Gertie? On, maybe. How about Filler on the Roof?
1: Sarah, No question. That is a dream role.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to fly for it? You have to be able to fly, right?
1: But anything, as long as I'm playing it and it's a good production. Rent. Uh, Mark Cohen.
0: <laughs> uh, Kinky Boots.
1: Let's talk about Lacage, and then we'll we'll do it again.
0: Okay. Um, Rocky Horror.
1: Oh, magenta.
0: Mm-hmm. And finally, Funny Girl. Fanny. Oh my God. We love it. All right, Broadway. I hope you're listening. Hanukkah's ready. I'll do, do any of them. the roles. She's ready. I'll to do send. any of them.
1: I really honestly I would love to do a show in drag again that would be lovely but something that like either could be in New York or wouldn't take me out of New York for like too long because I I don't know I love I love being here
0: well we're gonna play another game if you are not familiar with the website cameo you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price but each celebrity has a different cost in this game you have to guess who costs more Okay. Um, and we have like i I'm giving you some wild cards. We're going a couple fandoms here.
1: It's gonna be fun. I'm excited.
0: All right, Latrice Royale or Manila Luzon.
1: I think Latrice might cost more.
0: Actually, Manila at two hundred dollars. Latrice is at one forty-five.
1: Really, I feel like people are something from Latrice seems like I love Manila, but like something from Latrice seems like God tier.
0: Yeah. Bag of chips or blue hydrangea.
1: I'm gonna say blue. No, I'm going to say Baga because she's the most famous woman in England.
0: Uh, yes, it is Baga Chips. 125 Blue Hydrangeas, 50 bucks. Really? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Janie Jacquet or Cheryl Hole?
1: I'm going to say Cheryl. It's actually
0: Janie at 100 really? and Cheryl is at 46. Next up is the Vivian or Kidamine? Viv, for sure. It is Vivian, $100, $89 for Ketamine. Karen from finance or Anita Wiglet?
1: Karen from finance.
0: It is Karen from finance. $80. Anita Wiglet is $69. Next, we have Kitty Scott Claus or Teresa May. Kitty. It is Kitty. She is 65. Teresa is 50. Next up, um, Beverly Kills or Scarlet Harlot? I'm
1: going to say Scarlet Harlot.
0: It is Scarlet. She's 40. Beverly oh, is 25. Uh, listeners, you can buy me both of theirs because um, if you have not seen Beverly Kills, oh my God, what a beautiful twink. um Next up, Kiara or Tainomi Banks. Tainomi. It is Tainomi, $100. Kiara is 60 uh Next up is Nasha Lopez or James Mansfield. How do I gonna say James? It is. James has $80. Nasha is 50 Next, we have Kendall Gender or Cynthia Kiss.
1: Kendall. I believe she went further on her season.
0: Kendall is 30. Cynthia is 40. Really? Uh Next we have Ahmad Best or Billy D. Williams.
1: Billy D. Williams for sure.
0: It is. um, Lando is more. Billy D. is 300. You can get Jar Jar for 150.
1: I'd pay less for Jar Jar.
0: Next we have Brandy Glanville or Lisa Vanderpump?
1: Lisa Vanderpump. She's probably the, the most expensive.
0: She is two ninety-five. Brandy is one twenty-five. Okay. Next up, Taylor Armstrong or Catherine Edwards? Taylor. It is Taylor. She is seventy, and Catherine is fifty. Uh, next, we have Eden Sassoon or Joyce Gerard. I'm gonna
1: say Eden. It's actually Joyce for forty-five, really? and Eden
0: is twenty-five. And finally, how much can you get a cameo from Kiki Ball Change for?
1: I knew this at one point. Is she, I want to say she's, let's say, I'm going to say 60,
0: 60. Uh, at a current time, it said 15. I'm way off. Listeners, go get one. Go get one from Kiki. that will
1: be fun. Kiki. i also go see her show Funny Girl. Yeah yeah funny goal on august 26th
0: how important is social media and nightlife
1: unfortunately i believe it's very important
0: did you have to adapt and learn new skills when it comes to social media to be able to be successful in drag
1: no i'm i'm on my phone 24 7 so it's just the more, another extension of me Unfortunately, to the chagrin of literally everyone around me. Oh,
0: so you can teach me about reels because I still don't know how to do it. And and it's just either. like doing a TikTok. Can someone teach me how to do a TikTok? Because I don't know how to do that either.
2: Well, here's the
1: thing. I don't like doing TikToks, but I have started doing TikToks. It's not that I don't get it, I just don't like it. I wanna That's I'd no, rather no. I'd rather sit and scroll on TikTok than make them.
0: Are rivalries natural in nightlife? I
1: don't think they have to be. I think, I think because art is so personal, and drag as as an art form is so personal, it's very easy to be like, "Bitch stole my this, she stole my that." But like, hey, we're all artists. We're all doing variations of a similar concept. I'm in the same city, which we all came to because we have a similar mindset. It's not surprising that things get reused or repeated, and that begets conflict. So like. Inherently like, yes, sure. Rivalry is uh gonna be there, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, it's like
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like what Keisha says, okay. Keisha says this at the end of every show of hers, and I think it's the most important. We're getting so many attacks from our community from the outside, we can't be attacking our community from the inside. Yes, there mm-hmm. are shitty people. I know plenty of shitty, queer people, but if someone was going after them who wasn't queer, I would Probably stand up for them before, not probably. I would. I would stand up for them before. I would stand up for the straight person. Yeah. If the, I don't know, I don't. If that sounds, I mean, we have to. I mean, listen, at 2022. Yes, all well and good. Anti-queer legislation, mindset, viewpoints, action is literally happening. At so much all over the world, more than we probably know that there is or thought there was. I will go up to that for a queer person any day. I we can't afford to not support each other. Absolutely. But we yeah. can afford to be more aware of every member of our community, not just the sect that you are in or that that can I say faggot? Sure. That that faggot over there in the corner with their bleached hair is in. Okay. We have to be taking care of our entire community, not just one fucking subset of fags. Okay. I love, is... you, I love, I love, I love, I, I love everybody. I mean, I don't love everybody, but you know,
0: you know what I mean? Is drag political? A million
1: percent, a million percent. And if you think it isn't, then you probably honestly shouldn't be doing drag. It is. Uh, even, even if your whole shtick is you go on stage and you dance around to fucking Katy Perry, me, honestly, no. <laughs> if, if, even if that's your shtick, If you walk down the street in a city that isn't New York, Chicago, LA, Boston, you are making a statement whether you like it or not. So yes, drag is drag is political, whether you want it to be or not, even if you are the most apolitical person in the world.
0: What makes New York City nightlife special? I was just talking
1: about this yesterday. It's the volume, the volume, the commodity, and the want for it. I don't know any other city that has Chicago, I would say is the closest, but the amount of queer spaces we have, the amount of spaces that offer drag or any variation of performance in nightlife, there is no other city that has the volume that New York does. We have Mm -hmm. three boroughs of a borough of five or a city of five boroughs that have full queer scenes, that interact and connect with each other, that queens can go to each of them and be able to perform. It's unbelievable. When we went to Montreal, they had one, two, one drag bar. One. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, that's that's what makes it special. It's the, the sheer volume, the want for it, and the fact that we are able to support it.
0: And the people, there's a lot of
1: amazing people. Oh, well, of, of course and the people, but I think, I think that goes, I mean, for me, the people go without saying,
2: of I, uh,
1: the people I met in nightlife are the best people I've met in my entire life. And I used to say that about theater people. And then I removed myself from theater. I'm like, Oh, theater people really like, I, I love my Same. theater friends. I love, I love theater people, but also theater people suck.
0: I, I feel like I was more depressed. I, I, and, the I, theater.
1: and I, as, as someone who is dating a theater person and a former theater person, I can say that with confidence. It doesn't mean I don't love you or want to hang out with you or go but see your shows or support you 1000 million percent. But also like, there's something so awful about the culture of seeing someone you haven't seen in years an and then you just be like, Oh my God, it's so good to see you. We have to go out for drinks. And then never talking to them again. We're like, yep. Oh my God, your audition was amazing. Oh my God. That was the worst audition I've ever seen. That is toxic. That is mm-hmm. so toxic. Also, the constant comparing yourself to each other. I mean, I'm like, I just, it is so bad for your mental health.
0: Yep. I mean, I really was more depressed when I was doing theater than wasn't. Um, It's real. Do I miss it a little bit? Do I want to get in, back into it somehow? Sure. Oh my God, I miss um, theater
1: so much. But the, the, the constant comparison is is, the constant toxic comparison. I think some mm. comparison is good to help push yourself forward, but not to the point where you're literally like sacrificing things up. That's
0: fair. Well, speaking of people, it's time to play tea time. You are going to spill some tea on some of your favorite sisters, friends, colleagues, people you competed with, people you've taken photos with, maybe people you hate. I don't know. We're going to find out. Are you ready? I can't wait. right. Let's start off with Maxi Padding.
1: Oh, Maxie's one of my best friends. I I worship the ground Maxie walks on. So funny, so creative, so talented, so smart. My favorite person. She will literally always pick up my phone calls. I I just love her.
0: Next up, the Blair bitch.
1: You're just listening to my favorite people. Blair is... Lovely, funny, so, so gorgeous in and out of drag. Um, we did like a girlies trip to Nashville together to do her hometown pride. And then we went to like a rooftop party. Friendly, smart, uh, nothing, nothing but great things to say about my dear, dear friend.
0: Next up, Pink Pancake. I, again, you're just listing my friends. Why? I mean, you're allowed to spill tea about any of them if you like
1: pink pancakes a whore um so talented so sexy funny clever wrote a tv series that she starred in which is a marketing genius mm-hmm. if you are also interested in available now on youtube um we did a roast for her for her birthday and lady celestina did a full mix of pink pancake clips from mm-hmm. Her series, it was hysterical.
0: Very funny. Um, next up, you get the best of both worlds, Reese Havoc.
1: I, my other best friends. She's dumb as rocks. <laughs> she knows I love her. She's so stupid. There's no one. We get each other. I, I don't think I know many other people who get me or I get her the way we get each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Next up, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, I've known
1: Marty. Am I allowed to use their government sure. name? I have known Marty for a very, very long time. And I've known Marty's partner, Kyle, since I started college. Kyle's best friend, Christine, was like one of my like main dance partners in college. So I've known Kyle mm-hmm. for like eight years now. And I think I've known Marty, Marsha, since oh, I want to say twenty. 18. Mm-hmm. And then we both started drag at like the same time. Oh, and we'll circle back. Alaya, who is dancing for Gaga right now, uh, Marcia did drag wars one night and Elias spilled blood all over pieces and Marcia had to perform immediately after in this gorgeous- Oh no. In a gorgeous yellow velvet two-piece that she made. And oh, she, she came back, she was like, there's blood all over the stage. She was like, what? It was it was wild.
0: <laughs> All right, next up, Plasma LaRose. Rose.
1: Lawazi. La Plasma and I are doing a very exciting photo shoot coming up, which I'm very
0: the queen of
1: photo shoots, Plasma La Rose.
0: Literally. Mm-hmm.
1: We're doing a fun photo shoot coming up. I'm very excited. It's gonna be very exciting. And I will tell you what it is uh off the record. All
0: right. I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be something vintage.
1: You would be correct. You could we can play 20 questions. <laughs>
0: oh, oh well. I'll, I'll keep that as the behind the paywall the, the, ex-
1: exciting 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 <laughs> content for later
0: all right next up Phoebe Jeebies
1: Phoebe Jeebies we met at no at Star Search we became instant friends I adore her she just moved to Queens mm-hmm. um what else I haven't I feel bad I haven't seen her she and my show are on the same night so I haven't been able to see her perform for a while I love Phoebe I also, oh, I don't think she knows this. Um, So I found out that I knew one of her friends that she went to college with. But what I found out later was I always would, so her friend that she went to college with, her name is Jackie, was my choreographer growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember seeing photos of Jackie and Phoebe out of the dragon. I was like, who's that cute redhead? Oh, So me in high school, fully having a crush on Phoebe but now it's just me and peaches that have a crush on phoebe
0: <laughs> there it is all right next up bianca star
1: oh sweet bianca i can't wait for her to come back she's iconic the house kitchen party princess i cannot wait to have her back i've had many a good night with bianca
0: like good night or like uh, meaning meaning don't we remember end, anything
1: meaning we end up at flaming saddles at 3 a.m drunk
0: yeah, yeah. there it is next up nami tsunami the
1: hottest person I know. The sexiest performer you will ever meet. The ostrich feather diva. I, I I, don't know what my life was like before I met Nani Tsunami. Iconic. Iconic. That is the only word I will use. Nani is an icon.
0: Next we got Julie J.
1: <sighs> she is the sister I never had. She is, I don't remember the rest of the coat. I don't know a better person. Yeah. I don't know a better person. Julie is, so I met Julie because Julie's roommate, Aaron, is friends with my, my boyfriend, Andrew. Julie and I were instant friends. The most captivating performer. Like, I just, I cannot wait to do this show with her. I'm truly, like, I know it's not in my voice right now, but, like, I'm a little overwhelmed with how excited I am.
0: Next, we got Janae Sequoia. Janae! Janae Sequoia!
1: Janae and I, honestly, I don't even remember how Janae and I became friends. All I remember is that I was supposed to do her show, and then she pulled the show, and we FaceTimed for two hours, and our friendship was born. I love her. A smile that could light up a room. Wonderful on a mic great performer i made a mix for her that i absolutely adore her watching you're literally just listing my friends
0: yeah i mean listen again you you're allowed to have tea on them if you'd like to share it but
1: the issue is i don't though
0: because That's fair
2: if there they're so been, great
1: yeah if there if, if there was any i would say but i honestly i my i keep friends around who make me happy and if you don't make me happy i don't need you in my
0: life i don't That's need to. Next up, Peaches.
1: Peachy. Peaches is one of the first people who like I fully didn't know who is like she's great. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's so good. So supportive of me always. Very full circle. When I got to do H2 Ho with her in Laguna, I just adore Peaches. The, I no one I'd rather I need to watch Peaches do Renaissance part one, start to finish by herself. I would pay. Uh, an astronomical amount of money that I don't have to watch her do it.
0: Beaches, are you listening? Take advantage of this.
1: Well, she's doing, she's doing a a Beyonce brunch. I think this weekend, actually.
0: Yeah, but you just, you just gave her a show that you would pay money for. Take Hanukkah's money.
1: Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure she's already planning it. She did the full release party too. I was like, that's a gag.
0: Well, you mentioned her name, Laguna Blue. Laguna. Also,
1: so I was, dare I say a Laguna stan uh pre-pandemic mm-hmm. i would go to her show at the now defunct west end lounge bar and yes, Pearl, yes. who had the best the best you familiar old with those bay. tater tots oh the best old bay tater tots i've ever had in my entire life uh love laguna she working with her is also very full circle because when i would watch her do drag i was like oh she's that's like
0: obviously not exactly
1: what i do but i'm like the way she performs is just chef chef's kiss dare yeah. i say she's an icon is a, a, a true icon.
0: Next up, another one. Castrada.
1: Castrada, my aunt. Turn here first. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that, but the House of Blue mm-hmm. is expanding. That, okay. that is all I will say. All I will all right. say. Okay, okay. Has been so supportive of me, has given me so much advice, given me clothes, helped me with my hair, given makeup advice. Oh, Laguna's also given me great makeup advice. Laguna helped me fix my nose contour um truly like extended family
0: finally you call her mother he kiki ball change
2: i hate that bitch she's
1: evil and rotted and gutted and mean and terrible and hates no i love that's the soundbite you use <laughs> and you tag kiki no she's i truly one of my best friends um I don't think I would be where I am today as a drag queen or in nightlife without her. Um, she's a genius. She's dumb as rocks. She's funny. She's great at baking and cooking. She makes really good fucking food.
0: What's the best um, thing she's made that you've eaten?
1: Her edible lemon loaf we had on 420 last Ooh. year was the most, I'm not kidding, the most delicious thing I think I've ever had in my entire life. Keith, and
0: I got it. Want...
1: I got baked out of my goddamn mind. I love that. Um, she's my neighbor. She literally lives two buildings away. Nice. Um, what else to tell you about?
0: Could, so you could, could literally scream her name and she would hear you.
1: Oh, yeah. I walk by her. Her window is street facing and I do walk by her window. And I'm like, it's her daughter. Her That's other also. No, but her other daughter is also live around the area. i actually haven't been to their apartment yet, but they also live in this neighborhood. Nice. Yeah. She keeps the family close.
0: You have to, you have to keep eyes, keep tabs.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. If I, if I have T people, I'm not usually friends with them because, uh, as, as Tatiana once said, if I don't like you, then I don't like you.
0: That's true.
1: There are very, and there are very, very few people. I don't like, they will be renamed nameless. That's fine. they will that's remain fine. nameless and they have said some really nasty things about me to my face and behind my back so see that's the toxic
0: part of to nightlife that i can't stand dead to
1: me dead to me there. dead to me but that's the thing like i i i know that there are there are people in my life who want to just be friends with people in nightlife i as a person like to have friendships that extend beyond face to face i agree that's something i've 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 you know done my whole life even if I you know even if I don't know you too well I would like to make a connection I just like people I just it's it's a very
0: interesting balance of making friendships in nightlife that are authentic or transactional I've found at least in my experience being a producer doing a podcast I have a lot more transactional friendships and it it hurts me it makes me upset because I believe they might be a little more on a personal level but sometimes they're not, and yeah, that's what it is, uh, especially with me not um, being fully in New York at the moment. I've realized that those um, personal connections that I thought I had were really more transactional and it hurts. but those are the things you learn through time and you learn how to deal with it.
1: And some people are rotted, gutted, garbage, terrible, evil mm-hmm. people. and that also sure. exists. You can go you can find any community, any job you will literally Absolutely. find the the dregs of human any. Any, any, any career, nightlife is not exempt.
0: What is your go-to karaoke song?
1: I don't do karaoke.
0: Why not? We 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 are not blessed with that beautiful voice at four a.m. at a um, Koreatown karaoke bar.
1: No, I'll get bubble tea and get some barbecue and go home.
0: Okay, fine. You don't sing karaoke like on YouTube. You don't like find those karaoke traps tracks and just like sing out Louise? No, I'll leave that to my boyfriend. What's his go-to karaoke song?
1: Any tenor Broadway, any something, any something from a tenor on Broadway, he'll be doing it. And doing it well. He has a great voice. If you want to hear him sing, go to his TikTok.
0: All right, all right, all right. You've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching videos of?
1: Uh, The weirdest most obscure clips from well, if I'm in, like, a draggy mood, obscure pop culture references. If I'm in, like, I love horror movies, there's a channel. This can, I'm going to sound like a psycho. There's a channel on YouTube that does, like, recaps of horror movies, but it's based around, like, the kills in the horror movies. I watch a lot okay. of those. Okay. I love that. Um, if I'm in, like, a really, like, nerdy mood, I'll watch, like, fan theory videos or, like, Easter eggs and Marvel movie videos. I'll watch clips from movies that I've seen a million times. I'll watch a a, a lot of Wendy Williams clips today. My favorite one today is, um, you know, Kim Cattrall, her brother was missing and they found him dead. Did anyone watch (laughs) sex in the city? Sex in the city wasn't really on this weekend. There were a lot of movies on. It's her, like her Jersey, New York accent just kills me.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of Marvel, um, what, are you looking forward to next? Oh,
1: Shea Kule. Well, I mean, I, I was going to make a joke about it, but I'm obviously excited to see Shea Kule and Iron Heart. I'm ready, and I again, I'll probably be sound like I'm beating a dead horse. Uh, Wanda Scarlet Witch has been my favorite superhero since I was a kid. Her and fucking Black Canary and Wonder Woman, all three. I'm ready for her to be back in another Marvel movie. I know she literally just was the lead in one, but I'm ready for the next one.
0: Now, do you I'm want ready. do you want nice Scarlet Witch or do you want um the villain again? Or do you think that villain arc is over for now?
1: Yes, it's about okay I I love a villain when I figured out that she was the villain for the movie I was all in. She can do no wrong in my mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um what else am I excited? I'm excited for when they introduce the Young Avengers. It's going to happen. They're literally introducing like every member of the Young Avengers.
0: Are you going to audition for the role of Wiccan? My dream,
1: my actual dream, I would love to, but I think he's like already castle. So I look nothing like. Who, who, is, oh,
0: it? who is, is it? it? Who, who's it? It's, it's the Christ. kid. It's
1: it's the kid who's playing her son. No,
0: no, no. You got that. And that, that's too young. You got to go older. You have to. I, I'll tell you who should play uh, Wiccan. That isn't me. That's not you. Who? Another twink, from Australia, named Troy Savon.
1: No, I think he's too old.
0: You think he's too old? He looks like he's twelve.
1: I don't know. I need I I need something a little more. I need I love Troy Savon, but I need a little more substance. It is it you is want a some superhero spice. movie.
0: You want yeah, awesome spice. You know he something. did technically play a superhero. Yeah, he, was, a young young a superhero. Yeah, he young
2: was young
1: Logan. Yeah, young Logan. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for them to introduce the rest of the Young Avengers. I'm ready for the intergalactic love story of Wiccan and Hulkling. I'm like, I'm all in.
0: Would you and your boyfriend do those characters for Halloween?
1: I have pitched it to him before. He doesn't know who either of them are, but I have pitched it. I think okay. it would be a um, great
0: fit. If you need assistance, I will help pitch it for a Halloween. I think it would be great. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be I so am probably cute.
1: going to. I am probably going to make a Wanda mix though for this year.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. If you could eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what is it? Ooh,
2: ooh. Good question.
1: I will say that it is. It has to be a specific meal or like a specific type of like cuisine.
0: Whatever, whatever you would like it to be.
1: Well, I'm going to say like Mediterranean Greek food. So give me like mm-hmm. a bean salad with like uh, cucumber, tomato, feta chickpeas black beans onion garlic parsley olive oil spices Mm -hmm. give me some like chicken souvlaki something with like pita tzatziki some veggies olives and like a really good thing of like yummy delicious lemon potatoes
0: so basically you want kava for life
1: i'm a naya girl i'm more naya Okay. okay okay
0: that's fine you can break my heart it's all right it's fine I think um, Naya, has,
1: Naya has better sauces.
0: That's fair. If you had to pick one New York City drag artist to be your partner on The Amazing Race, who would it be?
1: Reese Havoc. There's no one crazier. Yeah. If, I'm, if I want to make good TV, Reese Havoc. If I want to win, <laughs> me and Julie would kill.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, let's pitch it. All right. I have a fan corner question. Ooh. Man, and this is... This is a question from Jessica Rose. Jessica. What shows are you most excited for?
1: Oh, TV shows or like drag shows?
0: She just said shows.
1: Shows? And I think Um, I know where
0: she's trying to go with this, but.
1: Well, I, but I'm also excited for it. Let's see. And this will be where I plug my upcoming shows. Julie and I start Wake Up Wednesdays next Wednesday. Every week at Playhouse at 7 p.m. Very excited for that. I'm excited for uh, Night of a Thousand Kylie's. At mm-hmm. a $3 bill curated and uh, created by Nikki O featuring a cast of so many queens that I literally couldn't even name them
0: all. Will you be doing the same number you did for my Kylie show? No, I will not. Okay.
1: okay. I will be doing a different one. I will be doing. Wow. All right. Uh, I will be, I will be, I am excited for, uh, I am going up to New Hampshire in September to do a Madonna tribute show with a, another bunch of queens, choreographed mm-hmm. and I think directed by Daniel Gold. That's going to be fun. And then also, courtesy of Jessica Rose, there is a Disney Channel night, a $3 bill on September 13th that I actually can't wait for because I will be doing Phineas and Ferb.
0: Wow. Um, bow chicka bow wow.
1: Mau, Mau, mow. My heart starts popping. Is that it? Uh, I will be doing, I'm probably going to do a mega mix. Okay. I probably will be coming out as Candace and That's have like exciting. a Phineas puppet and have a Phineas puppet.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question, and this has never happened where the fan corner question comes from the same person. This is a oh, is it Jessica? From Jessica Rose. Where do you want your drag to be in five years?
1: Superstar. I'll just leave it. I, whatever that means, I want to be a superstar. I want to be. I want to be doing all the things that I dream of doing.
0: Nice. I love that. I'm going to keep it vague
1: for opportunity.
0: That's fair. Now it's your turn to ask my next guest a question, and it can be about anything you would like.
1: Do I get to know who the guest is, or is it just a random?
0: Nope, you don't get to know. Question
2: is, if any, this is going to be
1: a dumb one. Is that okay? That's fine. If any drag bar in New York City could serve food, which bar should it be, and what is what is the food that they should sell?
0: Okay, interesting. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll, if timing works out, that question might be a little difficult for my next guest. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'll have to, okay. to just a little bit, but we love to expand the community here on Block Talk. Who do you want to hear an interview from?
1: Oh, have you interviewed Janae? I have. Oh okay, I was gonna say Janae. I I could listen to her talk all day.
0: Yeah, go back and listen. It's a good interview. It's a fun one.
1: Have you listened to Nani? Have you interviewed Nani?
0: I have not had her. That you need. A, you um, need to get. You recap. need to get
1: Nani on your podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm.
0: I know if Nani's on, it'll be a, a two-hour podcast because we talk, we gab. We, we're very very good at that.
1: I, I I've said it before and I say it again. I I will never know a better time, and you will never know a better time than sitting in between Nani and Janae. I the the funniest things, funny, shady, interesting, clever. I I, I would, pa- again, I would pay good money to rent a taxi, have them drive me around the length of Manhattan for hours on end. And I would just sit between Nani and Janae and listen.
0: Yeah, that, maybe there's a YouTube show right there. I I would watch. <laughs> well,
1: well, actually you can watch What's It Giving? Mm-hmm, starring Nani correct. and Janae on Instagram.
0: There it is. Well, where can we find you? On social media and Venmo. That's and- the name of their show, right?
1: It's What's It Giving?
0: Oh, I'm a bad yeah, friend. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. And any more projects you want to plug? You got This is your chance to plug yourself one more um, time.
1: Well, I obviously have my Monday shows at the Duplex, which I'm very, very proud of. Uh, if you want to come see me there, I will be there every Monday once the Duplex has recovered from the fire. Uh, Wednesdays with Julie, I have all those one-offs coming up. Let's, oh, let's pack verse with me and Reese. I would love to have a weekly show with Reese Havoc. That would be a dream come true. Um, Follow me on Instagram at Hanukkah Lewinsky. That's H-A-N-U-K-A-H-L-E-W-I-N-S-K-Y. It's also my Venmo. It's also my Twitter. Um, Take me out for dinner. I don't know.
0: I love food. Mediterranean food.
1: Meditating food, but honestly all food. I went for fucking dim sum last night. I was feasting.
0: Nice. Well, Hanukkah, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for it being here. It was a pleasure
1: here. to be here. I'm so happy to be here.
0: A huge thanks to Hanukkah for chatting. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymecoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block. And that was Block Talk.